Welcome to Journey Barefoot. I am Barefoot Bella, flourishing, blissful, mystical, love-filled, liberated woman living fully in my purpose and body. It's been a while and I'm glad to be here speaking to you all once again. Um, so today I was asked by the organization I work for um, to answer a few questions so that they could make some content for Kwanzaa. And so um, one of the questions was, uh, how do you keep your faith or something along those lines? Something about me and faith and how it works for me. And uh, I was like, oh, by the way, Habari Ghani, Kuji Chakalia, <laughs> self-determination, guys. Um, that was actually one of my favorite Kwanzaa days uh, when I was younger, just because Kuji Chakalia, right? Like, that's just, it's fun to say. And I, I believe that the, the child in me just enjoyed saying that, so... That's why it was my favorite day. Now I have a different favorite day, but that's me going off topic. Um, Anyways, (laughs) so um, yeah, so they asked me, you know, um, how do you keep your faith? How do you maintain your faith? Uh, Something along those lines. And, um, you know, faith is something that I'm always just exploring as I, I think about all the ways that I cultivate my faith. Um, and, you know, my very strong Christian upbringing, my very strong Christian roots, um, has definitely shaped a lot of the ways that I, um, just cultivate faith in my life. And I really like firmly hold tightly to the scripture that, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, um, as well as, uh, oh, from the fruit of your lips, so shall your belly be filled. Um, because, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And so, you know, those are things that I live by um, that really just cultivate and sustain my faith. And so I gave an answer based, you know, along those lines, you know, as well as like, um, keeping my mind on whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, and whatsoever is of a good report. And uh, because of that, you know, I have been able to really cultivate a strong sense of faith in myself. So anyways, I answered those questions. And then um, I was just laying around eating, snacking, snack season right now, you know, like the sun sets at like 4 p.m. And, you know, I'm in the house. I'm sitting here on the couch and I just, I had nothing else to prioritize doing at the time. (laughs) So I was snacking. I was like, you know what? Let me get up and do something else with myself. And so I decided to read the Bible. And uh, lately I've just been like, opening the Bible and see where I land. And that has been edifying and fruitful to me. And today was no different. Um, And so 
I think because I was talking about faith, like right before I decided to read my Bible, um, this, this scripture resonated with me a little more personally. And I just want to share it here. So this is Luke chapter 11, verse 34. And I'm reading it from the Amplified Version. Shout out to um, Pastor Donna J. Locke, who got me this parallel Bible when I graduated from high school that I still have. Um, God bless her soul. (laughs) All right. So anyways, it says, your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye, your conscious, is sound and fulfilling its office, your whole body is full of light. But when it is not sound and it is not fulfilling its office, your body is full of darkness. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. And so um, I read that and I just got like my my mind got curious um, as to why the Bible uses the term I to describe like your conscious or your eye being like the light of your body. Um, So I did some digging, which is like one of my favorite things. Um, So, you know, I went through the Bible app and read like different versions and all of them were like pretty consistent with um, the word I. So I was like, okay, that's cool. And so then I just decided to, you know, go to Google because I'm sure somebody already did the research and (laughs) it wasn't like a concordance type of day for me. Uh, And so I was reading um, and people were just talking about like the language and etymology and the use of I. Um, And so they were liking, liking it, likening it (laughs) to uh, perception, right? And saying like perception. So then I decided to go back and read the text um, with perception saying your perception is the lamp of your body. When your perception is sound and fulfilling its office, your whole body is full of light. But when your perception is not sound and is not fulfilling its office, your body is full of darkness. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. And so um, I thought about that. I thought about my faith. I thought about my perception and the way that I perceive things and the way that I choose to think on or return to thinking on whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, and whatsoever is of a good report. Um, And just how my perception really has shaped my faith, has um, caused me to be a vessel of light, even in the trying of my faith, you know, my perception for the most part has remained steadfast um, and in alignment with with goodness, you know, with gratitude. Because, you know, I, when, I, when I talk about um, cultivating my faith through hearing and through the word of God, Um, That includes me reflecting on my testimony 
at my evolution and advancement in this life and giving thanks and giving praise and cultivating my perception, understanding that, you know, all things are working for me, that all things are are truly coming together for my good. And the more that I um, <clears throat> I keep my perception clear and light, um, it is it is a bright light. It is a a bright lamp um, that that illuminates my body, and so you know I'm grateful for that. And so I just wanted to come here and share that um, with you all because I know how much our perception guides us. You know how much our perception can just really just take away. You know, like. I think about just the transitions that I that I've been through, and um, how how some of them, even though they're exactly what I pray for, have just been really difficult for me to embrace because of the perceptions that I still needed to transform in my life. You know, like it's something about getting what exactly what you pray for, and then you you find it hard to just like sit in the reality of that comfortably right you know like you you ask for this thing and then you get this thing and then you kind of like oh my god like is this real is this safe is this mine is this for me you know because your perception is still skewed right and it's it's a darkness to you it it doesn't allow you to be present. It doesn't allow you to sit there and see the beauty and the blessing of of what your current state is and what you're currently in. And so, you know, um, having a clear perception and letting your perception be the light that illuminates your body um, is just super important in, in being able to cultivate faith, you know. And that is why our faith is tried, so that we can see the things that we need to clear from our conscious, from our perception, so that our eyes are clear, so that our body is light. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> so um, I affirm for you that are listening that that you come into a space where you are able to radically transform your perception by beginning to think on the things that are pure and that are lovely and that are of a good report, that you begin to transform your perception, understanding that all things are working together for your good, that you begin to radically transform your perception, understanding the reality of goodness that is in your life, regardless of, you know, what you do and what you go through, what you grow through. Um, everything is is truly working for you. And the reality is also, you know, we love it. <laughs> we love life. And we love all the things that come with it. You know, it, it really develops our character. It really it makes us feel successful and accomplished and we enjoy 
the process of of growth and evolution and figuring things out and understanding ourselves and coming into knowledge and awareness you know none i don't believe that any of us enjoy a stagnant life which is why we we show up to things again and again and again I, um i have this new game that i've been playing and i've never been like a a game person like you know i'm not the one that sits on the phone and plays a game unless it's one of those like word scramble games but i found this game it's called waduku um and basically you just move all these blocks to um you know to 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 fill a square and then once you fill the square it explodes and then you get more blocks and you just keep filling the square until you like you get a higher score <laughs> and so I would do it and I would get frustrated and then I would win or I wouldn't beat my daily score and then I would keep going and then I would get frustrated and then I would stop and then I'm like no I'm going back to that like I'm gonna figure that out like I want to I want to be the best like I want to get this done like I want to get this I want to do this because I know I, I can I know I'm capable um and I'm starting to understand myself in the same way, right? Like, I know that I, as, as my faith grows, as my faith expands, as I understand my, myself more, as I understand God more, as I understand the all-encompassing great I am more, uh, this is also the language I use for myself. Like, no, I know that I'm here for this thing, and I, I know that I, I can get there because it's, the vision is in me, the desire is in me, you know, and so I can push and move towards that mark and whatever things I'm experiencing, they're just cultivating my faith. They're making my faith stronger, right? Because another Bible scripture, right? The trying of your faith work patience. So let patience have her perfect work that you may be whole and entire, wanting nothing, right? And so like understanding that the trying of your faith work of patience, it really is working your perception is transforming your narratives and what you think and what you're doing so that you can be perfect and whole and entire once and nothing right because you really start to just understand like everything is working for my good like there's nothing that I'm lacking there's nothing that I need in fact I'm I'm right here right on time exactly where I need to be um so yes I am affirming that for you may your faith continue to grow cultivate and expand Habari Ghani, happy Kwanzaa. Uh, the last principle of Kwanzaa, and I was going to try to say the word for seven principles, but I just feel like I butcher it so much. And um, in my humanness, I'm also just going to recognize that I just, I don't want to, I don't want to try it. But anyways, the last day of Kwanzaa, <laughs> which is on New Year's Day, January 1st, is uh, Imani, and that means faith. So um, hopefully you can cultivate your practice of faith. Um, but today is Kuji Chakalia, which is self-determination. And that's all about how we show up for ourselves, how we advocate for ourselves, how we speak up for ourselves, how we define and identify ourselves. Um, and, you know, all of that love and jazz. Now I'm just rambling, but I love you. And until next time, remember liberation is the destination. There's no other place that you need to journey to other than freedom. So free yourself and may you be happy. May you be well. May you be safe. May you be peaceful and at ease.